Welcome back to Soul Success and Strangers, episode four, with Fiona and Jackie. For those of you who are just tuning in, our podcast is all about inspiring others through stories of people following their passions and creating their own successes. Today, we are so excited to welcome an amazing guest that is a true inspiration in our lives. She is a motivated individual who won't take no for an answer. She's a women's right act rights activist and a true girl boss. She hopes to one day open up her own business. We brought her on the podcast today to talk about what it means to live a creative life and pursuing what lights you up. Without further ado, welcome Lucy Foote. Hello. Hello, everybody. How's it going? We're so excited to have you on this podcast. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, Lucy goes way back in both of our lives. Actually. Yeah. Just kidding. Just two years ago, right? Two, it feels three? like maybe 25. Two, three years ago. Yeah. I know. Maybe True. we were, you know, in past lives together. Totally. Totally. Just a soulful connection. For sure. Um, we're actually all in the same sorority. Um, Fiona's the big. Lucy's my little. Ooh, ooh. But yeah, we uh, we go way back. Lucy has just been a, a really big influence in my life. She's been a very supportive person and has helped me through so much. And yeah. you know, um, she just has Aww. her head on straight. And <laughs> I think she has a lot of wisdom. Um, I go to her for just about everything, and she's my yeah. rock. Yeah, and one of the things I really do love about you, Lucy, is you express yourself so creatively and. Um, actually like a week ago she read me some of her writing and it was the most beautiful like soulful thing and I I really related to it and I think that um, a lot of people can relate to your writing so um, we're really excited to talk to you about your you know creative passions and how you live a creative life yeah yeah how did you get into writing has that always been something you've been interested in or yeah, so um, I actually didn't start writing until I think it was like my junior year of high school where I like really started um, being inspired. It was actually a writer's life class I took, and the first book that inspired me was by Stephen King called On Writing, and it basically taught me how to write. Oh, <laughs> I read that. You did? Yeah. It was it's, required for class. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it was a great foundational book for me, but honestly, everything has just sort of gone off from there and really boomed for me in terms of my own passions. Um, I think from, I guess, like, in high school, I kind of, like, lost my voice a bit and didn't know how to express myself in ways that I really wanted to. So I, I did resort to writing, and it wasn't until my senior year um, when a friend of mine passed away um, in the fall. And I normally, like, don't really deal with um, talking about things as much as I do writing them. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as soon as I found out the news and experienced my day, my first day back at school with all the other seniors, I went straight home and started writing. Mm -hmm. And to this day, like that piece is like the most inspiring thing that I look at in my own writing. Um, I think it's great to feel inspired by yourself and like the stuff that you mm -hmm. create. Um, that's something that has that keeps driving me forward. I think mm -hmm. is just like feeling passionate about. Um, the stuff in my life that I've created and continuously living in a very creative realm in my world. Um, but yeah, so, and then from there, obviously I came to college and I actually started writing for the Odyssey online, um, which was an interesting experience to say the least. Um, 
You had a lot of really fun articles. Yeah, I did. I that was a huge um, testament to just like living creatively constantly because you had to be writing a lot, and I found it very draining. In fact, (laughs) Um, just because I felt like I was like I kept having to write, Mm -hmm, Um, and it was something that was like hard to balance with like schoolwork and whatnot. so would you say, like, your writing is this creative catharsis, like, this release that you have? Oh, That's totally. That's what inspires yeah. you to just keep doing that? Yeah, and I think for me, like, I found a huge, strong connection with people that also feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I've really been inspired by other, like, young writers and poets as well, and, like, even public figures like Rupi Kaur mm-hmm. or um, Samantha King or R.H. Sin, like, they're some of my favorite poets to just, like, be inspired by and almost, like, do my work off of um, for my own, like, personal enjoyment. Um, But, yeah, no, I definitely think that, for me, like, I love just having writing be my thing to just, like, explore myself. And honestly, like, I really would not be who I am to this day, like, without the writing that I've done. Um, Yeah. You have a very good way with your words, <laughs> and you just, you can write so beautifully that Thank it's you. relatable, but you can also write with, you know, you can change your style really quickly, which is what I think is really special with being able to creatively write. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember one of the articles you wrote for the Odyssey that was the CU versus CSU or something, oh, yeah. like rivalry, and it was hysterical. Why CSU is better than CSU, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was hysterical, and I got hundreds of shares. It was mm-hmm. just going viral because yeah. it was just so relatable, and I think, I mean, obviously it's relatable for a lot of yeah. CU bus, and um, that was a lot of what your audience was, but just people wanted to read the whole article because how you connected your words was just so beautiful and relatable. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, no, I definitely think that, like, um, that piece, as lo- along with the one about the fraternity as shoes. Um, <laughs> yes, I remember that. that. Yeah, that one, I actually, like, went viral with that. Like, that was the first time in my life I'd ever gone viral. And I was kind of like, why, what's the root of that? Like, why are why am I going viral over, like, this stupid article that's, like, so random and whatever? And it really came down to the creativity of it, which sure. Fiona and I have all the reason to credit you for because we, we were having a conversation, I remember, and I was like, I need to write an article about that. <laughs> yeah. So totally crediting you on that Absolutely well. nothing <laughs> against fraternities. It was just funny to create a parallel of what yeah. Yeah, the stereotype would be if they were, mm-hmm. well, a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and it's, it's it was totally, like, I think I realized from that that, like, the more creative you can be in your writing and um, even like your experiences in general, like the more um, views you'll get, whether that's mm-hmm. like on an online presence or like even like with like interpersonal relationships. Like I know that like for me, like even like going on a Knowles trip was like a creative experience for me mm-hmm. and I got like a lot of positive feedback from um, personal sources of like that being sort of like this creative entity that helped drive me towards, um, I don't know, more passion and more soulfulness mm-hmm. in my life. Um, but yeah, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that you mentioned that. And also, um, with writing for the Odyssey, a lot of it was parody and it was funny and it was creative in that sense but then you have this other flip side where you're being super vulnerable with your Mm -hmm. writing and that also reaches a ton of people in a lot of different ways um 
so tell us about a little bit more of vulnerability in your writing and what that means to you. Yeah, so um, I love that question because it's definitely something that's been on my mind a lot lately just because I feel like there's, especially like when there's a lot of change going on in my life, like I have a really tough time being vulnerable mm-hmm. with people. Um, and Same. I, <laughs> yeah, so um, I usually resort to my writing to just like deal with my vulnerabilities, which like for some people might, might sound like an unhealthy thing because I'm not necessarily like talking to people about my vulnerabilities, but um, I found that like for me it's so much easier to share with someone um, my vulnerable writing as opposed to like my vulnerable self because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just feel like that just encapsulates so much more about how I'm feeling and mm-hmm. um, for me it's always just been like there's something about writing that just it does call to me and mm-hmm. it makes me a lot more vulnerable and something about just like writing it on a piece of paper and not really being able to stop mm-hmm. and just um, letting the words and thoughts flow is like something that I think helps strengthen my vulnerability as well just because especially like in this year alone I've been able to realize that um, vulnerability is something that everybody needs in their life like it's it's not something that anyone should ever be um, diminishing or scared about um, and I think we have in our society like a ton of fear around being vulnerable with people completely yeah. oh 100 <laughs> yeah so I'm honestly trying to like if I were to write a poetry book I would want to name it vulnerability yeah <laughs> and like write a ton of poems in that sense because I just feel like they're really powerful and even the feelings behind it are also super powerful and um, I'd love to like share with you guys eventually um at least for the podcast like a a poem that I wrote about vulnerability um well I think right now is the perfect time you think so (laughs) okay (laughs) all right well um yeah so just this I wrote this in a time where I was like feeling very vulnerable about love and um wanted to express myself via writing (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, so uh, without further ado, <laughs> it doesn't. So honestly, okay. I'd love comments on this podcast on like what a good title could be. But yeah. yes. um, I've been actually trying to think of one as well. But Untitled by <laughs> Lucy Foot. <laughs> okay. Do you ever notice the spider webs on the ceiling that dangle and hang with eggs caught in webs that dance with slow winds and rip with a touch? Do you ever look at fallen leaves and see their intricate shape while wondering why they fell to begin with? Have you ever been so in love with someone that you haven't been able to say it because your mind cripples you with the thought of them leaving while you're falling towards a net full of large holes? Is love something we make for ourselves like a pizza where we choose our toppings and fulfill our taste buds? Or is love just a loud plane above us to distract you from what's on the ground? that can send you crashing in the wrong direction and never overcoming the coma of the crash. If we all die, shouldn't love be constant, a never-ending dance where we don't need to say anything or be anyone. We just groove to the rhythm that our heart provides and continuously change up the moves with each new song, bringing in new partners and loving each momentary touch. Until the songs are over and our hearts can't dance, until then, will I call it romance. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I get the chills like every yeah. time. Oh my god. It's uh, just so beautiful. It is. Thank you. Your style is really beautiful and your word choice and how it just all flows together and mm-hmm. um I especially like 
after you talk about the falling leaves and then you jump right into just love and mm-hmm, right. something so deep and it's yeah. just it's so beautiful mm-hmm. I, I love that poem it's so relatable <laughs> Lucy thank you cry. yeah no it, it's it's one of those feel good poems for me for sure and I yeah. feel like that's the best part of writing for me is that like I this whole book that I have in my hands is like full it's almost done honestly I have like maybe like five more pages left <laughs> and it's like all from the years and I just love to go back and just like read the cyclical parts of my life that appear through my writing because as I've had conversations with Fiona in the past like our lives are so cyclical and being able to like really understand the patterns that Mm -hmm. evolve um through them uh for me is like really powerful and it can help shape how I'm going to handle situations or even change them if they appear again in my life um so yeah no I'm I'm really glad that this poem impacted you guys yeah. because oh, so Lucy where do you see your writing going what do you hope to do with it that's a really good question um honestly like I see that my future holds writing whatever that might mean for me I'm only a junior so like crunch time is only starting to begin <laughs> um I mean it's I, I don't know you have no idea what to <laughs> I know uh tune into our other podcast senioritis <laughs> yeah um but I definitely know that it's a calling for me and like I feel as though writing is where I will succeed because it's something that I can do so naturally and just like really love doing and feel really passionate about doing um I just I get nervous about um, pursuing a career in writing because I know that it can be really great for some people, but also like really hard for others. But I have to continuously remind myself that like that fear is something that should be driving me as mm-hmm. opposed to preventing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like to think of my my writing as like a religion where I kind of come back to it um, in parts of my life where I feel like I need to feel grounded again or like. Um, get some spirituality out of myself in a way Um, so I don't know I think that it's definitely something that's um, I could see myself like wanting to even like start a blog or like an Instagram where like I'm writing poems or whatever Um, even like maybe even starting a poetry book about it but like a platform (laughs) I need a platform that like can publicize it and it's not like platforms I've had in the past because I haven't necessarily been feeling that those platforms had um, really been positive for me in the sense that, like, I just felt like I was writing to an empty audience, mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to get my writing out there, but, like, I have to found, find a very strategic way, whether that comes from, like, networking or just even, like, um, What about marketing. doing your own? Like, yeah. Have you thought about just doing your own writing, just your own platform? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I Create definitely... Your own website and everything? website or maybe not but like I definitely know how to handle the whole Instagram scene very well and like I've thought about doing something like that um but yeah I don't know I just I definitely think that it's something that like I hear in the back of my head it's kind of like hey like I'm over here like follow your path like I'm this way um but I kind of I need something I kind of need like a sign or a person do you need a sign or do you just (laughs) just jump in 
I mean, maybe. <laughs> yes. Maybe <laughs> sorry, this is the day. <laughs> this is the day I jump in and start myself a writing Instagram. Hey, you never know who could be listening right now. Yeah. Well, if you're listening and you uh, <laughs> <laughs> like my writing, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I see my, I see success in writing, so I do want to pursue something. Yeah. I just haven't really taken yeah. the time to totally. Yeah. Think no, and that's <laughs> totally understandable. I mean, it's a crazy point in our lives being young and having school to worry about um, and also trying to find the balance of you know what lights us up at the end of the day mm-hmm. like how do I want to implement that in my future career totally right major theme <laughs> in our lives right now Jackie and I have been talking about this a lot lately mm-hmm. you know just kind of finding that balance and it just seems like you're on a really good path right now of making sure you make time for yeah. everything mm-hmm. totally especially your writing yeah, yeah. I love, that's my biggest thing for anyone that's listening that's also a writer, like, you probably know this, but, like, making time for your writing is, like, the most crucial thing you could possibly do for your success as a writer, (laughs) and that's, like, the hardest part, I think, about it, is just making that time, but it's possible. Yeah, (laughs) totally, and I think that can translate to just about everything, you know, make, if you want to become a really great runner, mm-hmm. you need to make time to run. Mm-hmm. Totally. If you want to become a great musician, you need to make time to practice. Right. Um, but especially with your writing and, and that's, it's an art and it's a practice and you don't just, you're not just suddenly good and like wake up one day brilliant and right. great. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the effort and the work that it requires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And totally. I think sharing that is so important as well because you get other people's feedback and mm-hmm. people are always willing to help you and always willing to help you improve in whatever way that you can. So being able to share your writing, I think is one of the most beautiful aspects of mm-hmm. that hobby. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I love, like, that's my favorite thing, honestly, is like being able to share it with people I love and support me and inspire me. Yeah. And, I think that's also a huge soulful success in it for me. It's just like, <laughs> do you want to throw in strangers? Set <laughs> our whole podcast name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I've definitely actually been thinking they do an open mic night at Innisfree, and I want to be, um, I want to go up there and do share it. my writing at some point this year, if not next, but or at least make that like a routine thing because I went last night and sat there and just was like so inspired by the voices and the community of writers I was surrounded by and I think that's just that's what I need to like figure out what I really want is like being surrounded by those Mm -hmm. people that are going to inspire me to like be the best version of myself here's another question for you what how do you physically feel when you finish a piece of writing like what does your body feel like Mm -hmm. that's a great question um I think it really depends on the piece because I've if in this handy dandy book that I have it's like (laughs) There's pieces ranging from heartbreak to the most exuberant amount of joy I've ever had. Like, mm-hmm. So I think it just depends on the closure I need for myself, whether that's like good closure, bad closure. I don't think bad closure even exists, but you know what I mean. Like right. I think um, for me, like at least with that piece that I just read, um, that was a true moment of just like opening my heart. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually physically felt that um after writing that and (laughs) yeah and so (laughs) I think that um that happens a lot with my pieces and I think especially the piece that I wrote about my friend Will who passed away um that was like such an impactful piece to me and like obviously brings tears to my eyes every time I read it um or other people read it or even reach out and like on the um 
anniversary of his death, like people still reach out and say like, hey, I still read this every every time. Like, wow. thank you for writing that. And I think for me, that feeling is more important. I remember even his parents saying to me like, thank you for that piece. Oh. That was like the most amazing thing we could have ever received. And I think for me, like that, feeling surpasses any feeling that I personally would have with my own writing. It's just like being able to impact people um, and being able to have them feel the sensations in a hopefully good way um, that I have <laughs> felt. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely, I, I think you reading that poem, it gives me this sort of like almost cooling sensation in my chest. And yeah. that's, that's when you know, like your intuition or your body like reacts to something yeah. and it means a lot because right. When you open your heart up on paper, it allows other people to feel that as well and kind of open their heart yeah. up. I don't, like, I can so feel like, that you poured your heart into yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, when I tell people about it, when I first read it to you guys, like, I was like, yeah, I pulled this one out of my ass. But, like, <laughs> and I'm not really kidding when I say that. Like, I literally just sat down and, like, wrote that. Like, there wasn't much thought into <laughs> doing that and like all the imagery in it was kind of like picked up on just like I literally saw a leaf fall it's heard a plane overhead like I heard mm -hmm. it was a lot of like visual sensation or sensation <laughs> yeah no okay yeah. sorry perceptions or yeah um but yeah so I just I felt like I was just picking up on things and kind of just and that's how I do my writing and mm -hmm. that's the training I've been I had my first class in junior year of high school was like literally just pick up on random things and New York City is like the best thing to best place to do that for for me because like I would just listen to strangers all the time and that's why I love your guys's podcast because it's like strangers can offer you so much and like so much art and beauty Absolutely. and just like like I used to, my favorite pastime used to like I didn't do this just like for free time but like if I was going somewhere on the subway I would always just sit and listening to conversations and at a time where like my life was kind of being, it was very malleable, and, like, I didn't really know what was, what life was, and all the harsh realities that now I face as a sociology minor in this institution, like, Word. you know, I was hearing all these perspectives on the world from these strangers, and I was just like, wow, like, yeah. I can gain a lot from this, and make art pieces and writing from this, mm -hmm. so, yeah. I would just like to point out to all of our listeners that Lucy actually titled our podcast for us. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, Jackie and I were really struggling, and I reached out to Lucy, and I was like, you're a great writer. Like, help us title this. Yeah. Um, and, and she just brainstormed and gave us, like, a list of, you know, like many five ideas. or... There was, like, a whole paper <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that wow. was all pulled out of my ass. <laughs> no, but it's great. It's... I mean, we obviously found one that we think matches what we hope to accomplish in this podcast, and we're super thankful for that. Absolutely. Um, and to have a creative friend like you, it's Aww, great. I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we um, wrap this up, do you have any advice to give to people on, you know, on how to live your best creative life? Yeah. Um, first things first is truly stop having fear. Um, I think fear is a frame of mind that people get caught up in and it's totally normal for our human condition but I think it's a choice and for you to live creatively you need to be unafraid and for me my most provocative pieces have been my most successful pieces and they're my, mo my most fearfully published pieces 
um, specifically speaking to my letter I wrote to Donald Trump right after his election, that one for <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, no, like definitely um, don't be afraid of the words and the thoughts that you have um, in anything you do, really. I think they all should be validated and um, exposed, and that's like the most beautiful part of living creatively is just expressing yourself. Um, but yeah, definitely make time and adventure and find the people in your life that are going to support you and create with you because that's, I think, what's really been the most impactful thing for me. I love that. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for that advice. Mm-hmm. I think that everyone listening is probably... That's going to hit home <laughs> for everyone listening. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, I... Thank you so much for coming on um, and sharing your writing with us and being vulnerable. Um, That's really, truly an inspiration to us, obviously having this podcast and sharing our thoughts and creativity. So thank you, Lucy. And thank you you guys. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, we're also now on the iTunes podcast app. So give us a follow, leave us a comment. Um, We'd love to hear your thoughts. But anyways, until next week, thanks again. Thank you.